Hello and welcome to the Super Salty Podcast with me, Nilesh Girari, and my co-host. Uh, Max Wallace! Here I am, I'm here, Salty Boys. I'm the second one in this intro. How's everybody doing? You can't answer, I'm sorry. It's like a one-way conversation. How you doing, Nilesh? I'm good. We've actually played some games, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, many times we don't play games and we just look at the news and give our thoughts. But I have finally finally been able to use xbox game pass for pc my, my my windows machine is now ready to be blessed with this and it How works does that work by the way i actually don't know a lot about that well i think it's really we talked about it ages ago that you pay sure. you can pay one pound or one dollar to get in and then it's subsequently 4.99 dollars or 3.99 pounds um per month which is much cheaper than it's going to be and it's still in beta so there's still problems but what i was really excited for was to give metro last no metro exodus a go because i have Mm -hmm. rtx and i can confirm rtx looks great but there's a problem with the game i can't play it in windowed mode and my monitor is 43 inches wide sorry 43 inches diagonally but like Mm -hmm. i can't play it in windowed mode which is kind of a massive. So you're deal. so instead of moving your eyes to see things, you're physically turning your head. Yeah. So I I can. I know use... you're doing this because I have a 27 inch monitor that I, I play games on sometimes, and I I I know that if it was even a slightly bigger than that, I would have to start like actually turning my head. Which mm. would be, you want to relax. You want to be immersed. You don't want to, you know, remember you sh- that you have a human body while you're playing games <laughs> usually when i play games i play it in not 1080p not i think it's 2k i, I play it in roughly 2k i play games sure. in 2k because that is Challenge almost everything. like a 27 a 27 inch sort of size on the screen mm-hmm. and that works yeah, yeah. pretty well for me so a uh, lot unfortunately that was no good but fortunately i have been getting back into strangely enough Ge- uh, gears of war 4 which is a very strange oh. thing to happen that it's just there and i can just... I have quite a history with that game um yeah. one of my friends let me play the first one uh, mm. one day and then that's that's really about it that's i played my friend's copy of the first one that's like sort of my history with it i think there's some so sort of social aspect there's definitely some sort of social aspect because I, I i used to play yeah. it with my friends just because it's so over the top like it's, mm-hmm. it's, that was some, you know, it would it broke into the to the the gaming culture. I remember people talking about it in uh, early high school. Like, there's a gun with a chainsaw on it, and like, and me who had never played the game was like, "What the fuck, really?" I absolutely want that. I actually have. You remember they sold golden lances, like physical objects. I have. I do remember that. I have one of those, and then I have when they did Gears of War three. I think they they were selling um the retro lancer which is just a knife at the end and i have that too they're my parents cool. house cool. they're just causing a nuisance my dad likes Good them he, he hung them up on the walls he hung them up on the walls with golden chains so there you go he gets it yeah he gets it <laughs> um what uh, what other types of uh, so we got metro we got gears of war 4 is this also with your xbox game pass yeah i mean okay I haven't played it, but I know there's Astroneer on there, which is a, a nice game. I have that. I have that, and I actually bought it through the Windows Store purposely so I could play it with a friend of mine through Xbox. And I've accidentally it opened it. We could it. play that together. We could co-op that, by the way. I've opened we it, Max. Somebody help. Okay. I hope okay. to God that I haven't broken the recording. 
You opened Astroneer? I opened Astroneer by accident when I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to open like Xbox Game Pass. I don't think it would break the recording. I think OBS is, can handle a I, game running. I would be amazed. <laughs> yeah. It's to find out, ladies and gentlemen. There's just, there's so many, there are just so many games, but the issue is what yeah. are you going to, what are you going to play? I mean, I've played Wolfenstein too. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I could play Shadow of War. It's the it That's opens. Fun. I like Shadow of War. It opens up possibilities because there are games here that I, I just don't know if I could spend sixty pounds on, right? But right, right. I'm paying like four pounds a month, and I have options. You know, like I, I, I played Shadow of War because it's just available to me now, and mm-hmm. other things like I actually own um, Prey, but it's on here and I definitely think that would be a game that I would go for if I had never played it before. So I think this is a decent way to like explore other games that you would normally not play. It's a bit of uh, the game world and the also the, the streaming video world. It's sort of an attention economy. And uh, there's just so many games now that you might as well, you know, I feel like the way to win now it seems to be to have... Uh, you know, like a subscription service like this. I feel like that's probably where it's going to go. Um, but it's Movies re- went the same way. You used to buy movies separately. I mean, I still do sometimes, but it's mostly sort of a streaming uh, shenanigans happening. It's really the value for money. Like, £4 a month isn't that much. That's like... No, that. That's no, Spotify right. on a student membership. Mm-hmm. I think. And, like, I I definitely think... It's a little spider dangling. I'm sorry. Keep talking. I'm just gonna get this. Is this? It's so tiny. Can you even? Oh, yeah, I can, can just about see that in the webcam. Um. Towards my fingers. Uh. Animal abuse. Sorry. I mean, just a fun little spontaneous real moment for the podcast. You know, spiders, excitement, danger. Totally poisonous. That one. Totally poisonous. I haven't played Ashenir, but like, apart from accidentally opening it right now, but. Um, I saw a documentary about the development of it, and I it's an indie game, and I'd like to talk about some indie games. Is the mm-hmm. truth? Like, I think that is a really respectable thing to do to just stop everything, change up your life, and make an indie game. Um, yep. Today Huge I watched risk. I watched Thomas Brush on YouTube, who is an indie game developer who made uh, a PewDiePie game not that long ago and mm-hmm. he's made other games but he has a youtube channel thomas brush and he talks about what it takes to develop games and to change up your life that audio glitch that you just heard was me pausing a video very quickly hey, whilst good. didn't hear anything um, Life's good. so he, he made a video <laughs> about starting an indie game studio in 12 months and it's what you, assuming that you are currently working, and what you have to do if you have a game idea, like it involves waking up. I've done this already, like waking up really early to work on your game idea before you go to work, and then coming back and then working more on your game ideas. So I've been I've mm-hmm. been doing that for ages, of working on like little Unity projects outside of work, and then it comes to the point where like he says like. You need to basically develop a really solid prototype, like a highly polished prototype, whilst 
you have employment and then try and get this prototype to publishers in which they will like pay you some money to finish developing this game and they will provide marketing and whatnot. It's that's, a good. that's a good strategy. Risky, risky. So like, I mm-hmm. work on... Slightly less risky if you have backing from a studio, but then there's now, uh, you know, I guess there's two routes you can go. Never get help monetarily developing your game. No risk if you don't if you don't get it. I mean, maybe you wasted some time, but you're not in the hole, right? You don't have the pressure. Uh, you still have your job. However, if you do this, you're given money. You don't have your normal job anymore. You have to fucking you have to finish that game. <laughs> you got to finish that shit. What I kind of realize is I'm sort of People like looking at you. in the middle of this. Like I I was going through his list of things to do. And I was like, oh yeah. shit, I'm like sort of in the middle of this because. I've built prototype for a puzzle platformer and like a first person shooter and I'm currently my master's project. Uh, I'm writing so much right now because I'm writing the dissertation. I'm trying to write a thousand words a day, which is way more than George R. R. Martin will write in a day. Let me tell you, I think I read somewhere that sometimes he struggles to string together six words in a week. Okay. Yeah, but like, I like it. My my final year project is like a third person futuristic. Imagine like Futurama with a cross between Futurama and GTA. So it's a very small open world set in the future. Mm-hmm. You can shoot things. You can try things. You have companion AI and enemies. But yeah, like I I understand what it takes to make little indie games, and I understand the cost. However, very recently there's a indie game called Ooblets, which is this beautiful, like, colourful little game that's very charming, and very recently said that it's going to be an Epic Store exclusive. And he made an entire blog post about it, the developer, and it's quite patronising, is the truth. It's like, oh, and gamers are going to whine about it. I'm like, you're talking about, like, the people who are going to buy your game. Like, who else is reading your blog post apart from the people who are interested in your indie game? Which there are a lot of. It, this was such a little controversy that, like, Inside Gaming did something on it. And it, it, it the tone of it is really quite sort of condescending. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it's a shame that there's, you know... he. It's like he hasn't even... The backlash hasn't even happened. And he's already bitter mm. and pissy at people who are supposed to buy the game. Like, what? Like I, I under, I understand. Like you are sure, but he is the one who is giving his game to Epic, who yeah. people are known to not like very much. You are in developer. I think two people work on this game. Money, money. You don't have tons. Is the truth when you're when you're trying sure. to make a passion project. You don't have funds everywhere, and if Epic are going to give you that much money, it's very. It, I. It's difficult to say no. Is the truth. And the no, only I totally problem, get that, but yeah. just you know, lean into it, mm. make it work. Don't complain preemptively. That's a little. Mm. I think weird. that's what people were salty about that his yeah. his use of language in the blog post, and like, it's like oh, you hate us so much, and we haven't even had a chance to say anything. I bought um, Outer Wilds on the Epic Games Store, and mm-hmm. they were doing some crazy sale so i got it for 10 pounds because it was something like uh any game over 20 dollars gets some sort of reduction or something and it was cheap it was so cheap and i i played it and i liked it and i bought it and it became accessible to me for that 
And I don't think the Epic Games Store is like particularly bad. It just doesn't have certain options that Steam does. If you like returning a game, just like you can Google how to do something on Steam if you're not sure. But Epic just isn't there yet. Like they don't have all these options, like custom mm-hmm. support and things. But definitely with the combination of like I think they're funding Unreal Engine games. I think Epic make Epic make Unreal Engine, right? I think so. Hey, wasn't uh, wasn't the new Metro game supposed to just be Epic Games? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I the one you have on now. Windows Store, or not Windows Store, sorry, Xbox subscription service is not that one? No, actually. Okay. Huh. So yeah, I wondered about that. Because I remember that was the first I had heard of a publisher who was all, who had already said, yeah, it's going to be on Steam. Or suddenly, like, it's, yeah, it's not going to be. It's going to be on Epic only now. They just took it from us after our promise that we made. It's still there as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, but I don't I, know. Backlash works sometimes. I can't play it under Game Pass. I have to buy it now. Oh, oh no, I can play it under Game Pass. I was looking at the Gold Edition. The regular edition I can I can get. I don't know why I uninstalled huh. it. Because I could, you know, sit further away from the computer and use a gamepad. Which isn't really the way I wanted to play it at all. I want to use a keyboard and mouse. I don't like to play shooters that, like, that way usually. Yeah. yeah. But... Is what it is. It needs a windowed mode. Dust my head in. Yeah, for sure. Like, what are you doing releasing this game without window mode? It's beautiful. Metro Exodus is beautiful. Like, you, the screenshots are not un- overselling it. It really does look great. I'm amazed at what a, um, you know, what a capable system running a capable game can look like. Just, I, I bought a PS4 Pro recently because I can afford that now in this a slight step up stage of my life. I can't afford it super well. I maybe shouldn't have bought it, but uh, it's in my living room over there. Now I got the Red Dead Redemption 2 bundle, and God, and damn, it looks really good. It looks really fucking nice. I like. I play Red Dead. I, I am Arthur Morgan while I'm in that game. So. Oh, you're fully immersed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> One thing that they um that a lot of people find when they start it is that the character moves so sluggishly and the control is like so sluggish that you have to get used to it have you found it's that? that you you will think that you will think that if you just played a bunch of grand theft auto 5 yeah but this game is a details game this is a game where you walk into a room and you walk two feet against the wall and then there's a picture frame and you pick it up you look at it you flip it over you read the text on it you like spend a minute doing that and you put it down and walk over walk another two feet, you know, check the drawers, you know, grab a grab a bottle of whiskey from there, maybe some oat cakes, you know, you close that, talk to someone in the room, have a conversation. It's like you it you're not supposed to move fast. Okay. And I had to accept that early on. I think once you do, it's pretty great. But that's not to say it's always like that. There's there's a time where, you know, maybe you're at the you're at the town getting supplies and someone out of nowhere goes Hey, I saw you at Blackwater, and Arthur Morgan in his head's like, no one's supposed to know about Blackwater. So you have to get on a high-speed horse chase with this dude, and it's crazy. And you're going through barns and and stuff. This happens in the first, you know, few hours. And so it's you get both. You get the you get the slowness, you get the conversations, the 
the details, and you get the action. It's cool. It's cool. I. It really is a game where you have to spend time. Like you have to have like. Yeah. Oh. You sure. not. You can't be in a rush. You can't have like a reservation and then start playing Red Dead. You just can't. It's no. It's a beautiful game as well. It's very immersive. That is a game that I play on this on this screen with my PlayStation Four, and I sit far back with a controller. But that's because I can I can do that. It's not a yeah. first person shooter. A first person shooter, I really want to play keyboard and mouse. God damn it, Metro Exodus. God damn it. Yeah, I, I I'm okay with shooters on controller if um if I don't feel like using a mouse and keyboard would give me a super big edge or anything like that. If mm. if it gives me some decent aim assists, like if I'm if if they're generally somewhere close to the middle of the screen and I press aim and it kind of locks to them, like that's cool. It's a story game. I'm playing a dude who's supposed to be good at aiming guns anyway. So it's fine. Like it's fine. Um Yeah. And it's you know, it's not everything. There's so much more you do in it. It's not like playing like Fortnite or something with a controller. Oh, fuck that. The whole thing is aiming. Like, I don't want to use a controller for that. I don't want to aim assist for that. I wanna <laughs> aim myself. It's an aiming it's the aim game, you know? I think the last game that I really actually the last game that I really played on console that was a first person shooter was um destiny and i got over the hump of sucking being relatively good and then being pretty incredible um i was just i thought it was halo which isn't true it was destiny i was just thinking halo is supposed to come to pc i i just remembered that the the halo master chief collection is um for that you can add it to your steam wish list i did yeah, I think I'll play I that. I 100 percent do. What games come? Gonna, with it? It's going to come out. It's going to come out in installments, um, and it, they're going to come out chronologically in the story. So not oh. the order that the games were released, but the, based on the story. So if I remember correctly, it's going to be Halo Reach first, which I've never played, but I hear is really good. So I'm excited to try that out on PC. I'm definitely getting that. And uh, I don't remember the. I think uh, I've then got I want to say after that it's Halo One Two. Three ODST, then three, then four. I don't know. Something I think, like yes, that. very. I wonder which one of these the PC community will gravitate towards. I, I assume it has online. It has online multiplayer. So, oh, I would hope so. So That's I wonder which one. Butter. It says it's got 4K textures. Yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. I played the fuck out of Halo 2 on Windows Vista, baby. If Halo can come back in like a, a big way, that'd be great because that's a game yeah. that is yeah. popular that I really knew how to play, and like me too. Yeah, last I game it. Halo I... Two was my first like first person shooter that I got really good at that I like put hours into. It was Halo Two. I love that game so much. I learned those maps like the back of my head. I wonder if I still know them. I don't know. I have no idea. I want. I I want to be good at a game that's popular and the last game that I was decent yeah, sure, at sure. that game that's popular is Overwatch and obviously Overwatch isn't what it used to be it's, no, it's, it's, it's still fun to pop back in and play a couple matches but I, I don't get sucked into it quite like I used to but man, man they have some they have some pretty good little loot crates boxes you get for leveling up those are fun to open nice animations and sounds get the uh, get the caveman 
nerves firing in your brain. It's pretty cool. A game that I never actually played that I've always wanted to play is Ark Mm -hmm. Survival Evolved. I tried it. I have a nice computer. I I put some money into my computer. I could not run it at low settings higher than 15 frames per second. Damn, son. To this day, I don't think... They, like, didn't get... So, the the main game was in, like, alpha or beta, I forget. And it was, like, it ran like shit, which I get. It's not complete. But then they release uh, the Scorched Earth DLC before they finish the fucking game. I was like, wow. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not ever going to fix this game then. Okay. Thanks for the, thanks for the transparency. Yeah, just... Just make your money, do the DLC before you actually finish your game. It's fine. I do kind of miss the days where, like, a game was, like, a finished product. Yeah. You know? Everything's in alpha. And. Is Fortnite complete yet? I don't know. I just know that they're fucking it up every once Every, like, couple months. Like, they put mechs in it. I don't play Fortnite. Let me be clear. But I know, I know what's going down. They but put mechs in it? They put, yeah, they put mechs in it. Why they do that? I don't know. I think it's to, like, despite of um, Apex Legends, can... which is Titanfall without mechs. So they put mechs in their game, and, like, everyone hates it. Like, I remember ages ago that Ninja was complaining that, like, oh, we should talk about Ninja. Ninja was complaining that, like, they just put stuff oh, in yeah. Fortnite for no reason. Like, shopping trolleys that you can sit in and stuff. This is the pinnacle of that. Putting mechs into the game has, like, broken the balance completely. Like, they're OP, and, yeah, it's just dumb. Like, it's just mm-hmm. dumb. And I know that the, the whole event was supposed to be a bit, like, Pacific Rim, because they've got this sort of kaiju-looking thing, and they've got a mech that looks like some sort of, like, Power Range type thing, or um, Voltron, if you're really old. But, <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, I I want Fortnite to die. I w- I just want it to go. Okay, I want sure. I want the next. I kind of want the next trend to happen already. Yeah, battle royale, it's... cool. It's it was I think battle royale in general, fun trend. I remember, I was very excited for it when it came out. PUBG, like holy shit, how that was fucking it was so fun to be into for a while. I was an early adopter of Fortnite too. I played it for like a fair amount of time back when the it was this was before building was like the main thing you did in the game. Now, I don't know. I guess you don't play it. I don't know how recently you, you've I played remember. it or if you were ever into it or what. But it used to be more like a PUBG kind of thing. And yep. uh, PUBG was not very optimized. It didn't run very well and like with lag, real weird. And it didn't look very good either. It was just kind of like they couldn't decide if they were realistic or cartoony. It was like in the middle. It was weird. Fortnite came out. It was like it ran super well. It had a very specific art style. It was it was like not very buggy at all. Like it was so cleanly made. Like I was like, this is awesome. So I, I played it for for a little while, for like maybe a year. I played it with my friends and stuff. We'd get on every night and play. And uh, I don't know. It just kind of things changed. It was around the time that like I don't know. I feel like when Ninja fell off, hmm. it was a little before. I stopped playing a little before Ninja fell off in terms of like being considered the best Fortnite player or whatever. He's probably not though. We can do about Ninja. No, now. he's definitely not. He's because, definitely not. Because no, he's the most popular, but he's not the best. Not even close. As of late, people have really begun to realize that when when you're sixteen, when you're like fifteen, around the age of fifteen, 
That is when you're like reflexes are the fastest. Ever. Oh yeah, Ninja's like right. fucking hell. He's, he's old as fuck. He's like as old as me, isn't he? He's twenty eight, <laughs> I think. I think he's twenty eight. But like <laughs> you fucking know how old he is. Yeah, he's twenty eight. Damn. He's older than me, dude. I'm twenty seven. Yeah, um he's Oh, you know, you know what? I think we both saw the same episode of the H three podcast. Oh maybe. Yeah, probably. But like that's not old. But the fact no. that like a fifteen year old has such an edge. And the the person who won the Fortnite championship, whatever the hell it's called, yeah. I, I read that he, he didn't win it by like a little. He won it by like a lot. Like he is truly oh, yeah. remarkable at the game. And mm-hmm. to think that it started with four million people trying to get into this and he won and not only by a bit but by like a huge margin. Like no one else could traverse his margin. It was just him. If Malcolm incredible. Gladwell wrote his book Outliers now, it wouldn't be about the Canadian Hockey League in this, in the first chapter. It would be about the, about this kid. <laughs> That's some shit. That, that is so fascinating to me. For someone to not only win but like be that far ahead. It, it kind of reminds me of like when you watch someone in the Olympics win a win a sprint. The pr- people who win sprints in the Olympics, I feel like don't win by like an inch. They win by like like two body lengths yeah. like the pack is here and the person who wins the race is like here it's like yeah that's a really good comparison it's true they appear out of the pack like the, by a lot yeah um you'd think you know the people who are whittled down over in the whole entire world for something as simple as running you think it would be you know you whittle yeah. it down by competition by competition qualifier 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 you make it to the olympics the best the elite of the elite you'd think they'd be like close together <laughs> And how fast they can run, but it's there's still somebody that's just like runs like so much further fast, you know. Well, it's, it's just strange. It's just strange. It's like that with Fortnite too, I guess. Fuck. Like I did a dyslexia test when I was in first year university because I realized that I I was struggling to read all these AI papers and I was reading them. I, I have no idea what I just read. And they, I, yeah. I'm dyslexic, but just not by like a huge amount. Like I'm a very manageable amount of dyslexic. But what they tested, and they did all these tests, is that I am in like the 97th percentile of people who can solve visual problems. I'm remarkably good at solving visual problems, as in like puzzles and stuff, like visual puzzles. Like, okay. I, I remember I realized that like I'm probably fairly good at visual puzzles because my i can't remember why but like my friend had like pictures of mazes and i could solve them just by like looking at them without even like running my finger on it i could just see the shapes that led to the exit um come in handy so it's weird that like there, there are just certain people who are like just remarkable just remarkable at certain things and like this kid is just remarkable at fortnite like they they made fortnite and this one child is a god at this one thing and no one else can seem to touch him but he'll age max <laughs> oh yeah it's very fleeting these video yeah. game triumphs you can net you can never hold a title like that i just you, can't believe can, can you win anything really i mean with sporting events no you get old you fall off yeah um i mean it depends tony hawk still did a 900 in his 40s or 50s or whatever not to, not to say that kids can't do 900s now, because they can't. What matters is, like, records. Like, Usain Bolt's speed record oh, oh, will yeah. take a long time before anyone... At, like, he is just very good. At, he's probably the fastest man not alive right now, but that has been alive. As in, like, 
in history. Like no That's one, no one has had the tools also. that he's had to do that apart from him. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a there's a psychological component uh, specifically with record breaking, in in like anything, which is that you don't realize how far you should push yourself until there's like a sort of a reference point, like a previously set record. Because people don't tend to break records by a shitload. They tend to just beat them by a little bit, and someone beats them by a little bit, and suddenly it's like, well, we're way past this old record. Why couldn't we have just broken it by that much? It's just psychological. And what made me think of that was was bringing up Tony Hawk like a minute ago. Huh. So, like, he com- he completes this, like, insane trick with, like, what is it, two and a half full rotations, the 900. I'm, people who are around our age have known about this. It was like a huge fucking deal, huge deal. Um, it, it's, no one had done it before. No one, and people had just been doing 720s all over the place. No one no, no one's been doing these 900s, right? But, ne- but suddenly, Tony Hawk does the 900 for the first time, like ever, first recorded one ever, pretty sure. I mean, it was like a huge deal. It was like, you know, X Games gave him some extra time to finish this thing. It was like on live television, I'm pretty sure. So that happens. And like not very much later, like young people are just, mm. there are a bunch of people who did it right after, right after he landed the first one ever, a bunch of other people were like landing it. Mm. They, they didn't know they could do it because they didn't, hadn't seen someone do it. They were capable. It's, you can't tell me that they couldn't do it, you know, before. They just like didn't even try because they were like, that's impossible. There's something else about Ninja. He's left Twitch. He's left Twitch. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. he did it via announcement video. I, the kid must think... he's a kid, I call him a kid, but he's older than me. He must think that he's like the internet's Eminem. Because that <laughs> exiting Twitch video was such an Eminem sort of thing to do. But it was so cringy. It was I, so I think cringy. they were trying to be funny. They were trying to be like over the top and be like, hey... Uh, we know being a video game star is not a big fucking deal, but we're going to act like it is, and that's going to be the joke. But they did it so seriously, it didn't seem like satire. It seemed like they were, that was, they, it seemed, mm. seemed as though, I think they played it completely wrong. The that's writing what, was, didn't cut it. That's exactly what other people have been saying as well. Like, they can't yeah. get a read on what this is supposed to be, so they get a I don't think he has an ego like that. Nah. I don't. Nah. There's no way. I always, whenever someone mentions Ninja, I think about that time that he start he lost his shit at some kid on Fortnite and told him <laughs> to go do his homework. And I'm like, what, dude? What? I think like, obviously, you're obviously, playing a little kid game. You go do your homework. He left Twitch oh. to go to Mixer, and I think this is a good point to talk about Twitch and how mm-hmm. Twitch basically won the gaming community from YouTube, right? Like, gaming on YouTube yeah. oh, is sure. is in a state. And if you want to do video games on the internet, you go to Twitch. It's the truth. I remember mm-hmm. looking, listening to H3 podcasts and his beef with Ethan's beef with Twitch, and mm-hmm. how basically they they did their podcast on Twitch for a while, and then they just chose not to do it because uh, well, everyone's podcast is a little bit different, and what works for them is what works for them. So he brought it back to YouTube, and then they took his partnership away, which is like the most dumb thing and petty thing and just yeah it it in no way does that look good for twitch right so the second no, i don't know what that was the minute the the 120 seconds after ninja announced that he's leaving twitch to go to mixer they took his partnership away 
What the fuck, man? And obviously, they, uh, they are very personal and petty and play favorites. It's very evident. Apparently, it's apparently, it's just children. Not it's not it's just children who run a company. It's just children who yeah. take things personally and don't necessarily know where the business is going and don't necessarily know how to handle the business as it is. But like Ethan, I remember Ethan was talking to them like, "Why aren't you trying to move in on the YouTube's turf? Like, why, why are you just doing gaming stuff?" when you could do videos as well and they had never thought about it i'm like oh my god like you're the only platform that Dude, is everybody is itching threat. to fucking leave youtube but there is nothing yeah there's nothing out there i would do it in a second i have no allegiance to youtube i just want to upload videos man just the, fuck youtube the, the it's like every six months every three to six months they do something on the platform that just upsets everyone okay and like I've spoken before that I think like AI recommendations is a is an experiment on the public. And that's not my me putting my conspiracy theory hat on. When you yeah. test an AI, you need a really good way to test it, a reliable way to test it. For it to be the public, like How about how about the audience of the most popular one of the most popular websites in the world? It's Perfect. insanity. It's just insanity. Yeah. And Facebook And that's one it. of their features that works. <laughs> that's one of the only ones that works well. I like I like the recommendations mostly. I I found stuff as from of them. Like, I feel like it's been tuned in the past year. Yeah, like as of like, very. I've been late. recommended stuff videos that are like three years old, which is awesome because it used to just bury old shit. No one ever looked at this. There's no worth in a video that's over a year old. Like, are you shitting me, dude? I, the like, next I'm, level I'm shit. Some cool stuff. The next level shit is like you know people talk about something and then it appears in their suggestions. I thought about something, something that I haven't seen in years, and it appeared in my recommenda- recommendations, and I was just like, what the fuck? It is simulating <laughs> your brain neurons firing, but it was, faster than they fire, so it knows what It was the is. channel and the video. It was Ahoy, which is a YouTube channel about uh, firearms in video games, and their significance as to when they started being about and why they were implanted in video games. And sure, sure. I was thinking about the P90, and his video on the P90 came up. I was like, how? I haven't even opened my mouth. How? I've unplugged my Google AI assistant thing. I, I, I don't trust it, Max. We should get back okay. to Ninja. He's obviously been paid, like, <laughs> so much. Like, a million Oh, imagine how much he would, he would have to get paid to leave can- Twitch. And like, like, to think yeah. that, to think that like, he's... You know, I'm ready to have Microsoft come back up. They fucked right up in the console world. They need to redeem themselves. Well, I think the stuff that they're doing with Xbox Game Pass for PC, like their PC presence, they finally fucking woken up. They write the they're software. They're partnering with people. They write they're, the software to stuff. run computers. They should put the games on there. Yeah. Why the hell isn't Halo yeah. on PC? This is like a nonsense yeah. <laughs> thing. It's a fucking nonsense thing. <sighs> and like using anybody who's played Halo Two or any of the even any of the Halo games has been like put them on the, put put them on PC. Put them on PC. Just they for context, put the on PC. They did. Just for context, Microsoft owns Mixer, which is the new competitor to Twitch that now oh, yeah, has Ninja. That, yeah. yeah, Microsoft mm. is the owner of Mixer, and I think it's a, it's a fine name, like. 
if I talk about Mixer now, people are going to know what I mean. I got in there with the usernames. I was like, <laughs> Nino. <laughs> it's, it's actually... Your, I did that with Fortnite. <laughs> it's actually your um, your Xbox uh, online... Your Xbox... Gamertag. Your, your, gamer your Windows Live name or yeah, whatever. It's your, your, window, your Microsoft name. Do they it's the same account them? I use. The same account I used for my Xbox 360 back in the day is the same account I sign into Windows 10 with today. It's mm-hmm. the same account, same mm-hmm. one. They fucked so, yeah. up with the Xbox. They fucked up. Xbox One specifically, they fucked right up. Oh my god! Like, and they this... had me too. I was a 360 fan. Yeah, I was on that shit. I left yep. the PS2 to go to the 360. Yeah, and they fucking lost me with this Xbox One shit. No, it's simple. PS4 was an it's easy sim- choice. The easy choice the ps2 had all the games and then the next generation the xbox 360 had all the games and then current generation the ps4 has all the games but their e3 presentation on the xbox was a joke it was a joke we've gone so far from the ninja thing ninja's never gonna play an xbox he's never gonna play an xbox Oh, does he play any other game? Does he play other games? Serious question. I, I haven't bet, watched him stream in like three years. I bet he wants to. You know, he he dabbled with Apex Legends. He said it was fun, but like that's not what's getting him paid, right? I and guess. It's yeah. Evident that like he's probably he might be at the end of his competitive gamer career, which is dumb to think that when you approach thirty that you're thinking about the end of a gamer career. But it's true, like. Well, a lot of people, people watch him because he's entertaining. Yeah. I don't even think it's it's he's entertaining and he's also even still he's really fucking good at Fortnite. He's, he's so, so fucking good. good at that game. He's mm. incredibly good at that game. It's like impressive to watch. I I like I will just see his name go. Ah, fuck it. What's what's a ninja stream like these days? And it's like it's impressive to watch. Yeah, him it really is. I just want he Fortnite to die. I just want Fortnite to die. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm yeah. done with it. I'm sorry. I'm. I don't care. I'm almost glad PewDiePie is playing Minecraft. I was gonna say. Remember when you? You know, remember when we thought Minecraft would never die? It definitely did. It's maybe in a, a little afterglow period right now with people reminiscing, but it's not nearly. I think it took a break. I think close. a lot of people took a break of Minecraft, but maybe it's just because so many people are fed up of Fortnite that they're trying to just play something different again, and Minecraft just yeah. happens to be that. Also, well, PewDiePie what happens helps is it's, it's cyclical. Eighteen-year-old kids find a game. Gets super popular, makes it to consoles, kids play it. Mm. Then the kids play it for a long ass time. Those kids grow up, they don't give a shit anymore, and then it sort of dies for a while. It's like, it's the same thing. I have something funny that I just remembered. Throw uh, it on out there. Because I was playing Gears of War 4, and I remembered mm-hmm. loosely in the back of my Gears mind. Gears of War. Gears of War. I just War. remembered that like in the back of my mind, they were supposed to make a goddamn movie out of this franchise. They really were. They were going to. And then oh, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. looked it up and I remembered that Dave Batista, who plays Drax, would be right. the excellent Marcus Phoenix because he even has a resemblance to the guy. Like, you really. Yeah, they have a meaty head. Like, they have such <laughs> wide heads. Their head is, like, wider than it is tall. And Their like, heads have a lot of muscles on them, don't they? If you, if you <laughs> Google Dave Batista, Marcus Phoenix. Side by side comparison is uncanny, and he dude, their heads lift. They their their necks lift, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> they like <laughs> they can swallow a fucking softball. They deadlift you know? with their teeth. They just bite it and just go. <laughs> <laughs> and like 
I, I looked it up and he's still, like, a couple days ago from when I thought about it, I looked it up and he still wants to play Marcus Phoenix, but he keeps... He's always very vocal about things that normal celebrities just wouldn't talk about. Like, when the Guardians of the Galaxy shit went down, he was like, I don't allow this and James Gunn should be allowed to direct. And, like, he was running his mouth when other celebrities wouldn't have run their mouth. And here he's, he's like... He's saying he's like a professional wrestler or they, was or whatever. He's saying like, oh, the fucking man's trying to fuck me again. They won't let me play Marcus Phoenix. I've 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 done everything. I've tried everything. Believe me when I say I've tried everything. He tweeted that they won't let me play it, and he's like, people are like I'd love Terry Crews to play Coltrane, and then he starts posting pictures of him and Terry Crews together. Like, let's make this dream happen. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I really I like, like that it. Guy. I really like and like if cuz Gears of War is like such a macho thing that if they just did like a Gears of War like movie that is just the 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 people the WWE people who moved on to like trying to be in movies if they just rounded them up together told them whatever beef you have put it aside we're making this movie that would be amazing because the only people in the world that look like Gears of War characters are people who probably have a history of steroids <laughs> you know what they gotta do they gotta make this this movie happen they gotta they got to come out with a commercial that is as good as their Mad World commercial. Did you ever see that shit? It's one of the best video game commercials I've literally ever seen in my whole life. It's yes. like crazy. Mad World it's like is crazy and violent, but yeah. it's like has the Gary Jules cover of Mad World, which is literally, it's just like piano and this guy singing. And it's, it's so somber. And at the end, there's like a big spider monster that gets like lit up by muzzle flashes in oh, a warehouse you're, you're and it's huge you're and it like gives about, me chills um, you're talking about the gears of war original trailers yeah 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 they, they were pretty good they were pretty, they were probably the first like Ooh. the first sort of uh trailers from video games that just that did a juxtaposition that's a big word for me um on um violence and really peaceful music and like yeah they did they did it perfectly they yeah. did it perfectly they did it yeah. before um was it uh dead island I can't remember what, what Dead Island did do that. Dead, was, I remember the first time I saw the Dead Island commercial, I almost cried. I'm like, this is a video game commercial. It's like in reverse. <laughs> this from is someone, a zombies game commercial. <laughs> it's in reverse from someone like jumping out of a window, right? I I think so. Yeah, and it, it had to do with it. I, it's been so long since I've seen it, but someone and they lose their daughter or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, something. It's yeah. like really, it's heartfelt. So it goes from like a, a corpse on the ground to being a living person again because it's played in reverse. Do you remember Goat Simulator did a, a parody of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you remember that? It's so good. Goat Simulator, yes. by the way, on Xbox Game I Plus the PC. Fuck out of that. Yeah, I did as well. I, I played the hell out of it. There was really a period did. of time where you could make a game specifically for YouTube. And it would you'd manage to get off the ground. And Goat Simulator is one, one of those games. So that studio yeah. has then has the money to create whatever they need to wanted to make. The trailer right. for that game was awesome, and it just that was all we needed. That's all we. I I knew instantly. Like I'm buying that today. That's like, harder is the truth because YouTubers yeah. aren't playing video games like they used to. Is the truth. They're just not playing games on the platform. And a lot of them are to. on Twitch too. Yeah. And a game you would make for Twitch. Is not the same as you mm-hmm. a game you would make for YouTube. It's a completely different approach. On Twitch, you want to see how skilled someone is, right? Or you, or they're funny, 
Well, they have like a great personality. Right, you want it to be about spontaneous moments. It has to be sort of a spectator sport sort of thing. Type, I remember... Type beat. Jesse Cox had basically did a video recently about how he's going to change up his channel because of just doing gaming on YouTube. There's no longevity. There's no longevity to it anymore. So like no. he's got other stuff planned, which is great. Like I'm, I'm happy to see other ideas and things come. But like it, it sucks. Like I've moved on from watching Let's Plays, right? But new games. I have except Only Plays. Except Only Play. I watch okay. Only Plays for some reason. I like it. It's great. Jesse Everything Cox else, was my man. I've dropped it. Jesse Cox was my man. I was like, whatever he's playing, I'll watch it. And I like, you know, everyone's got their personality and his was being able to look at very few clues and make incredibly accurate predictions as to how the story's going to play out. And how, like, he's like a conspiracy theorist about video games that ends up right. (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, That's an angle. Yeah, I, every YouTube, every video game related YouTube person I watch, every single one of them, you the the video game ends up just being the backdrop. It's really not even the main uh, uh, purpose of the thing. And they oftentimes their videos aren't even all always about video games anyway. Like you have video game donkey. It's his absurdism. It's his like it's his personality. That's why I'm there. Donkey's amazing. He's a genius. You know, Ong. He's he's fucking hilarious. That's it's the game is great, but it's really him talking to his friends and like and and asking them. I was like, what would you do if there was like a little if you had like a pocket-sized little Hitler that you had in your pocket, would you torture him? He didn't. He see because he didn't do the Holocaust. He was just little baby copy Hitler. What would you do? It's like that's what <laughs> those weird conversations with his friends. That shit. That's what I'm there for. The video games are are a backdrop. They're kind of lost their place a little bit on YouTube. Oh yeah, he still does um scary game squad where him and three other friends play a horror game and they argue between them about what what's going to happen and things like that. I enjoy that. That's fun. I that, yeah. that's sort of the same premise. Um, I just remembered because we were talking about how they want to make a game of uh, no no the other thing Gears of War. Um, yeah. they want to make a Gears of War movie. I remembered that they're going to make a Doom TV show. I rem- they're gonna make a Doom TV series, which I don't is know how the Doom movie turned out. The Doom movie is terrible. Yeah, the Doom movie is a yeah. bad movie. Just throw Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson in there, and it'll work probably. Yeah, you know you know where they fucked up. They didn't also throw in Jason Statham. They forgot him, so it fucked up. It flopped. So, so the Doom. Again, I saw it. The Doom movie should have been <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, the new Fast and Furious movie. Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh my god, I I've, I read too much about films and stuff is my problem, right? Um, Never too much. They Okay, I just know too much about just pop culture movie things. And they have contracts. Like, their contracts are written in such a way, like, in the Fast and Furious franchise. Apparently the Vin Diesel and The Rock feud is a very real thing. Like, a super real thing, and apparently The Rock's a bit of a diva, and Vin Diesel actually has, like, owns a percentage of Fast and Furious, so that's why he's, like, slowly getting, like, super rich. And, like, apparently The Rock and Vin Diesel feud is a real thing, apparently. Like, people on set have, like, spoken about it, like, they, yeah, they, they literally can't stand each other, and things like that. And in their contracts, like, Vin Diesel... 
I imagine Paul Walker might, might have had this, but you know, I can imagine it more with the bald people like Vin Diesel, The Rock, Jason Jason Statham. That right. there are like caveats to how action sequences need to play out. Like this, my character can never be uh, defeated in a fight in this many ways. And they all have this. <laughs> and like that's why like every fight in the franchise is like. And then Jason Statham and Vin Diesel fought, and a building fell on them. <laughs> also, like, like <laughs> they can't just be bested. Like, they just can't be. They just can't be defeated by another person. It always has to be like something else. That's fucking awesome. Well, you know what? They have. Uh... They have the convenient backdrop of, uh, well, we can just get in a fucking car accident. This is the Fast and the Furious. Just get in a car accident. Yeah, like, fight. <laughs> and and I, I started thinking about it. I was like, hang on a minute. Like, yeah, like that fight between Vin Diesel and The Rock ended because Vin Diesel chose not to smash his head in and just surrendered. So yeah. it's like, uh, a lot of movies do this thing where a fight ends where, like, someone has, like, it's almost like the Civil War fight, where there's like a moral victory and an act, uh, uh, a physical victory. It's it's strange. It's strange to think that that's written in your contract. We've talked about weird contracts before. I remember right talking about um, Henry Cavill in his contract said he had to have a mustache for his uh, <laughs> for his Mission Impossible role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's some weird little studio wars kind of thing. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we all know it's it's not good to have those. They do it because they can, but it's not good. It limits limits the writing, limits the story. It's not good. Um, but I whatever. I guess in... it's just, just mindless Fast and the Furious movies. Don't need to fucking try or leave the options open, right? It's um, insanity, Max. I just dropped my water bowl. It's insanity to think okay. that in their goddamn, like contracts if there's an agreement that everyone has to go through that like oh my character the rock can't be knocked out okay by another person okay yeah okay. you can so they have to come <laughs> up with these crazy like ideas of how they're going to end fights and things i want to see this movie i haven't seen it i want to see this movie i am let me ask you have you seen them all or like how many of you have this is you seen? exactly what i was about to say i am yeah. freakishly good about differentiating between them the normal human a normal person cannot okay my girlfriend believes that they're all the same movie i, I think most you're people a good say. person to ask then i've seen the first one i've seen two fast two furious yeah i've seen tokyo drift yeah i've seen nothing else is anything else worth watching the one the one where the one that paul walker died during the filming because it's very interesting okay. to find out how they managed that. Oh, yeah. I saw, like, I think in Corridor's video how they took yeah. previous footage of him and, like, sort of did a... Well, also in, like... Put him back in, yeah. A narrative sense. Like, a narrative sense. Like, how how does his character walk away from this universe? And I th they did okay. they did, like, what no one really thought they could do, and they managed to tie a neat bow on it, and it was done. Yeah. They did the... They, the it's... That's the movie where it's it's been a long day without you, my friend. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I remember that song was really popular. I'm like, where? Why the fuck does everyone know this? This song sucks. Why does everyone know it? Where did it come yeah. from? And it's I think people were associating it with that movie. It's also pretty it. emotional because like they, sure. they, I had no ties to it. I'm like, this is a this song is forcing my emotions. I don't like it. 
Tokyo Drift it was such an influence when I was like a teenager. Cause I fucking the, love that movie. Everyone dude. was playing it's the awesome. song. <laughs> I'd seen it a million times. It, Tokyo dance, Drift dance, is dance, a Fast dance, and Furious dance, spin-off. It is a Fast kind and of. Furious spin-off. Because yeah. it, it just takes place somewhere else. Well, is, it, is Vin Diesel like in there at the end or some shit? Uh... I, I don't yes, remember. He yes, might not have even. Been, no. Jason, it wasn't about him. This is how Jason this Statham is... enters the universe because he technically killed Han, and then they did a bunch of movies where Han oh. is still alive, and then that scene supposed to happen. Han. He ate corn nuts out of a plastic package. I liked him. He taught. He taught Country Boy how to drift. Country Boy was going too fast, and he thought he was winning in his first race, but really he was supposed to drift, and he didn't. Idiot. It's a good movie. I need, I want to rewatch Tokyo Drift. It's it's got such cheese to it, but um, super inventive. It's a fish. It's a classic fish out of water story, and uh, they make it work. I'm just googling to make sure what I remember is correct, and of course it is because I'm a fucking Fast and Furious aficionado. Like, yeah, like, I remember. I can just remember each each movie. Like if you show me a scene, I can just tell you which one it is, and. Fast Furious Seven was Paul Walker, like he passed away during the um the filming of that. And the next one, it wasn't as good straight up. It's just not as good. Um, and now they're filming Nine, and they have, they have a Hobson and Shaw spinoff. And I remember in Fast and Furious Seven, I think, they got the, is it Fast and Furious Seven? I think I think the dude from Tokyo Drift is in Fast and Furious Seven. I think that, that there's a scene, and like they pretend that he's the same age when he obviously isn't the same age because it's between filming Fast and Furious Seven and the year where Tokyo Drift is, and the actor is clearly aged, right? Mm-hmm. But that scene that sure. takes place where Vin Diesel turns up in Fast and Furious uh, Tokyo Drift, right? It's apparently right after. I'm like, this dude just aged like. 12 years in like five minutes interesting yeah yeah and that's how you know i gotta make it work i don't think you realize how unrealistic these movies really truly are until they film in a location that you know so one of them took place in london and they're like racing around in london i'm like there's no way the streets are clear okay there's no, no, no way. fucking way. I would get to work on time if, there, if it was like this. Are you kidding me? You're like round no, where the no. London Eye is. You think the streets are clear like that to race around? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> I feel. I feel like anybody uh, also uh, familiar with this series, or at least was reading the titles coming out, noticed there there's a severe problem with with naming conventions mm. with this movie. I ha- I have. Pulled up a list of the titles of the movies. <laughs> Thank God. Let me read them. Let me read them in a row. These are these are amazing. For people who don't know, they cannot stick to a naming convention and save their fucking life. It's great. So the first movie is The Fast and The Furious. Mm-hmm. Second movie, Too Fast, Too Furious. I don't think they've strayed too far off the point. It's inventive. Great. Uh, number three, The Fast and The Furious: Colon Tokyo Drift. No three in there at all. You, you did you did the first one. You put two in the second one. The third one, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Whatever. There's only three of them out at this point. We can remember that the third one's in Tokyo. Sure. The fourth movie, Fast Ampersand and 
Furious. Fast and Furious. So the the name of the first movie is The Fast and the Furious. The fourth film, Fast and Furious. <laughs> the fifth movie, Fast Five. Yeah. No Furious anymore. No thes. Fast Five. The sixth movie, Fast and Furious Six. <laughs> We're back on track. <laughs> We're back on numbers. No thes still. We're becoming cavemen at each iteration. Uh, the seventh movie. Movie. <laughs> Furious 7 (laughs) we're just we did they did Fast 5 and now it's Furious 7 they're like which word we're gonna take out this word no this no wait this time we're gonna take out this word um number 8 the fate of the furious you bet your ass that the the poster has F and 8 oh it does oh my god (laughs) You bet your ass. What are they gonna but do? But it's not in the title. They 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 didn't put F eight of the Furious. I want they could have, and they would have still had a number, and it would have matched the uh, the last. Well, six six and seven had a number in them. They could have. They had a chance to put a number in eight, and they did not do it. I want except in the art for the the box art. I want everyone to know that Google, when you search Fast and Furious, Google at the top makes an attempt to put them in an order <laughs> and it's wrong because <laughs> it just doesn't know anymore it just Holy doesn't understand man. i thought i was having a stroke reading through all those um man yeah they really fucked up i mean I, it's, it's an, fine no one just... seems to give a shit it really doesn't have a huge bearing on anything but it, it's confusing if you've never heard of the series this is i think this was the most successful franchise before before marvel took its place I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's true. That. I think this is the most successful franchise for Marvel to get started. Yeah, yeah. And I understand it, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how many more of these movies we can see. Like, it's on par with how many Transformers there have been. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the first two Transformers and I... There's too many. I was, it's like, I'm good. I don't really need to see more. I think I'm good. I think it's... I'm good. What's really interesting is that, like... The Rock has a kid, and um, no, not The Rock. Sorry, Vin Diesel has a kid, and mm. the Paul Walker character also has a kid. And I imagine, you know, they're roughly the same age. I imagine if this franchise ever takes a break, that that's the way they'll reboot it. These two kids. That's why you give anyone a kid in a movie like this. <laughs> Just and I don't know. Give the story to the kid. I really don't know if the, like the Paul Walker character called his kid Dom and and Vin Diesel Vin Diesel's character called his kid Brian so they've just named their kids after each other but if that's a thing I absolutely <laughs> believe it like Ugh. hey kid you you drive your little go-kart very fast yeah my my dad was good my dad was a pretty good driver <laughs> title comes up and uh it's gonna be a great film it's gonna start exactly like that I don't know about you, but I think I might watch Three Fast, Three Furious, Tokyo Drift right after uh, we hop off here. I'm like feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to eat. I want to watch Han eat some corn nuts out of a crinkly bag. You know what I mean? 
I always accuse my girlfriend of not having seen one of these movies, and then I'm just like, yeah, How yeah. dare you accuse her of that? Tell me what happens then, <laughs> knowing full well, <laughs> like, there's no way she can differentiate between any of these. Oh, yeah? The Fast and the Furious is your favorite band? Name three of their songs. And absolutely fuck off, I accused her of not having seen Fast Five, and she told me what happens, and I was like, god damn it, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I believe yeah. I actually think Fast Five is the one with the vaults. Like ah shit, she's cool. Fuck. Yeah, Fast. I I that's why I wanted to watch it. I wanted to see the cars drag around the vault through a city, which Corridor Digital sh- like did a uh, stuntman react video, and it turns out that vault that was being dragged around through the streets was like a pickup truck that they built a vault around. <laughs> So that they could drag it. Like, they did it practically. They didn't do it digitally. It was a real... It looked like a vault from the front and in the Oh, back. yeah, yeah, I knew that. I just watched the fucking Corridor video about it today where they, they gutted a pickup truck and put a vault around it and drove it with through its seat, looking through a peephole. That's insane. Some, sometimes... What the fuck? You just, I would have thought they just did it digitally. Is the truth? Well, yeah. I never... I wouldn't have thought anything about it i haven't even seen that movie but i've seen that scene because it's so crazy mm. i think we should still wrap it didn't up. know it was practical effects but it was we should wrap it up i sounds good i want to see this doom tv show i hope it's it pays homage to the game in a decent way unlike the movie the movie was bad the movie was bad i want to see this gears of war movie i want it I want I want Drax to play Marx Phoenix. I want that. I want I want him to be in more stuff in general. It should be more like Dave Batista, please. It should be like Dave Batista, Terry Crews, John Cena, because there's a big buff blonde dude in it. Like a sort of a wrestler's expendables. Yeah, but um Marcus Phoenix's friend Dom, who is of like Spanish descent or Mexican descent. I can't. Yeah. I can't think of a wrestler to play him. So someone needs to play him. Eddie Guerrero. Sure, go for it. <laughs> and everyone knows the era of wrestling that I stopped watching. I will absolutely watch these giant steroid dudes beat the shit out of CGI monsters with chainsaw guns. 100%. Oh yeah, I'm there. Yes. Day one. Done. Day one. I'm there. Okay. Thank you for coming and listening. This has been the Super Salty Podcast with me, Neil Durari, and my co-host, Max Wallace. Thanks for watching, everyone. Much you appreciated. Can... Handle is uh, Instagram. Ha- yeah, we do. Yeah, I remember we do those. Um, I'm I'm Thunder Smell on Instagram. I'm uh, Thunder underscore Smell on on Twitter. You can find pretty much everything else through there. I'm Nino you? on YouTube. I'm Nino on Instagram. I'm Mr. Nino, that's MR Nino on Twitter. Uh, Super Salty Pod is our socials. I'm in the process of trying to get an Instagram. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it for Super Salty Pod. But there you go. That's my plan. Thank you. Yeah. Peace out. Goodbye. Thanks for lasting this long. Holy damn.